In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, the Lord be with you. Welcome again to morning celebration of Mass. I ask you especially to remember in your prayers of today's Mass, Isabella McLaughlin, whose funeral takes place today. I ask you also to remember in your prayers, Mary Gardner, from the parish who died yesterday. To prepare ourselves to celebrate these sacred mysteries, we first call to mind our sins. I confess to Almighty God and to you, my brothers and sisters, that I have greatly sinned in my thoughts and in my words, in what I have done and in what I have failed to do, through my fault, through my fault, through my most grievous fault. Therefore I ask, Blessed Mary, our Virgin, all the angels and saints, and you, my brothers and sisters, to pray for me to the Lord our God. And may Almighty God have mercy on us, Forgive us our sins and bring us to everlasting life. Lord, have mercy. Christ, have mercy. Lord, have mercy. Let us pray. O God, whose providence never fails in its design, keep from us, we humbly beseech you, all that might harm us, and grant all that works for our good. We ask this through your Son, who is our Lord Jesus Christ, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, one God for ever and ever. A reading from the second letter of St Paul to Timothy. From Paul, appointed by God to be an apostle of Christ Jesus, in his design to promise life in Christ Jesus. To Timothy, dear child of mine, wishing you grace, mercy and peace from God the Father and from Christ Jesus our Lord. Night and day I thank God, keeping my conscience clear and remembering my duty to him as my ancestors did. And always I remember you in my prayers. That is why I am reminding you now to fan, fan into a flame the gift that God gave you when I laid my hands on you. God's gift was not a spirit of timidity, but the spirit of power and love and self-control. So you are never to be ashamed of witnessing to the Lord or ashamed of me for being the, his prisoner. But with me bear the hardships for the sake of the good news, relying on the power of God who has saved us and called us to be holy. Not because of anything we ourselves have done, but for his own purpose and by his own grace. This grace had already been granted to us in Christ Jesus before the beginning of time. But, not, but, is it, but it has only been revealed by the appearing of our Saviour, Christ Jesus. He abolished death and he has proclaimed life and immortality through the good news. And I, I have been named his, its herald, its apostle and its teacher. It's only on account of this that I am experiencing fresh hardships here now. But I have not lost confidence, because I know who it is that I have put my trust in, and I have no doubt at all 
that he is able to take care of all that I have entrusted to him until that day. The Word of the Lord. To you, O Lord, I lift up my eyes. To you have I lifted up my eyes, you who dwell in the heavens, my eyes like the eyes of slaves on the hand of their Lord. Like the eye of a servant on the hand of her mistress, so our eyes are on the Lord our God, till he show us his mercy. The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Mark. Some Sadducees, who deny that there is a resurrection, came to Jesus and they put this question to him. Master, we have it from Moses in writing. If a man's brother dies leaving a wife but no child, the man must marry the widow to raise up children for his brother. Now there were seven brothers. The first married a wife and then died leaving no children. The second married a widow and he too died leaving no children. With the third it was the same and none of the seven left any children. Last of all the woman herself died. Now at the resurrection when they rise again Whose wife will she be, since she has been married to all seven? Jesus said to them, Is not the reason why you go wrong, that you understand neither the scriptures nor the power of God? For when they rise from the dead, men and women don't marry. No, they are like the angels in heaven. Now, about the dead rising again, have you never read in the book of Moses, in the passage about the bush, how God spoke to him and said, I am the God of Abraham, the God of Isaac, and the God of Jacob. He is God not of the dead, but of the living. You are very much mistaken. The Gospel of the Lord. This morning, the first of the readings is from St Paul's letter to Timothy. And if you've been with us over the Easter season, you'll remember that we've heard very much about uh, Paul himself in the Acts of the Apostles. We've kind of tracked, if you like, uh, his whereabouts. Uh, Paul himself, who is a persecutor of the Christians. Uh, Paul himself, who becomes converted and baptised. And Paul himself becomes a teacher. But such a kind of a difficult man that he is that they eventually send him into exile, um, far away from the rest of them, and eventually bring him back uh, through the work of uh, Barnabas. And of course Paul and Barnabas become uh, people who take the gospel to different places. And we hear some of the, the fortunes uh, that befall Paul and Barnabas, but especially Paul. And Paul himself, of course, is eventually taken to Jerusalem and then eventually taken to Rome and of course that's where he loses his life. But the letters that we listen to very often uh, take us 
more into the mind and the heart and the words of St Paul than the Acts of the Apostles in actual fact do. And here we hear uh, Paul himself speaking to a person called Timothy who seems to be a young disciple of his and we hear that St Paul himself has laid hands on uh, St Timothy which is of course the, the sign that he's become an elder or bishop in the church. So even at a young age he's, he's obviously got some exceptional gifts uh, in Paul's mind. And so Paul was giving him uh, advice itself uh, here to uh, continue to fan the flames of faith in his own heart. Uh, and of course, very often St Paul himself gives himself gives an example of his own life uh, uh, for others to follow. Uh, and very often he talks about that endurance and resilience uh, to keep going in, in difficult uh, situations. Uh, and maybe he's giving that kind of advice to the young Bishop Timothy uh, to do the same. Today in, in that uh, Gospel passage uh, from uh, St Mark uh, we hear of something that's very deep uh, indeed uh, and I just kind of wanted to explain that to you just in a wee bit greater detail. There are two religious parties uh, in the, uh, the Jewish uh, faith at this time uh, the Pharisees and the Sadducees. And the Sadducees would be the stricter, the more conservative of the group. And the Pharisees, although we, uh, the Gospel sometimes is a bit unkind to them, uh, they're the more kind of liberal, if you like, uh, group. Um, the Sadducees uh, strictly believe only in the first five books of the Old Testament, what are called the Pentateuch, uh, where the law itself is contained, where the Torah uh, is and, and the things that they're to follow. Uh, they're not just as keen on the, the Pharisees and all the other uh, kind of books. But the, the Pharisees themselves are, are more open uh, uh, to things. So what happens uh, today then uh, is that the Sadducees come with a question to Jesus and uh, the question is all about the resurrection because I'm not sure what this is but the the Sadducees somehow don't believe in a resurrection, maybe in kind of terms in which we would understand it. Uh, they reject all of that. And so, so the question itself that they put to Jesus is, is all about that, to, to confound them uh, uh, if he believes in the, the resurrection itself too. Uh, and of course they put that, that situation about, uh, you know, a wife being married to seven uh, brothers and, and who will she be married to uh, at the end in, in, in the resurrection or heaven. Um, so it's a kind of a, a, a situation in which they're, you can almost feel that they're kind of laughing, uh, you know, at the end of it, you know, like uh, she's been married seven times, so who, who in actual fact will she be, she'll be married to in this place that you call heaven and in the resurrection? And Jesus simply directly answers the question that those who rise are not uh, bodily in the sense that we kind of uh, just imagine it in an earthly sense but they, they are spirits and they're like the angels uh, and then he kind of underlines that that kind of idea of the resurrection that, that, that God's not a God of dead people but God's a God of the living that Abraham and Isaac and Jacob are, are all living in the heart and the mind of God they're not uh, dead realities uh, but God is the God of the of the living, um, so in a certain sense, if you if you wanted to position Jesus, then then he's not 
in the Sadducee side, but in the, in the kind of the Pharisee side, in the, in the sense that he he affirms that there is a, a resurrection, that there is a, a life afterwards. We're kind of in deep theological water there, aren't we? When you kind of think about it, it's a very Jewish kind of situation. You know, you can imagine, you know, just that unfolding of it. You know, the the the, the you know who will she be married to? Uh, she's been married to seven. Uh, different brothers. Which one will she be married to? So it's a, it's a, it's a very uh, kind of Jewish kind of uh, argument that kind of takes place about the law itself, and, and maybe the subtleties of that are, are, are kind of lost to us because we're we're not kind of part of that. But but I suppose in our own Christian minds we we kind of recognise what's going on, a, an affirmation, if you like, of of life itself, and that God is God of the of the living. I suppose today when we when we think of people like Paul and, and, and Timothy, those early advocates and those early witnesses of the Christian life, they're, they're, they're beginning to fully understand just exactly what Jesus is teaching us. And, and you can certainly see in, in St Paul's letters that there's a progression, that there's a development, there's a, a fuller understanding of, of what Jesus is teaching us and what it means uh, for those that live it out. Uh, and so we we kind of sense that uh, in St Paul's uh, teaching, uh, uh, particularly that you know that, that that everything is centered in Christ, and that He is the life itself. And the more that you enter into into Him, the more that you experience that life here and now, uh, but also in the, the life hereafter as well, hereafter as well. So today, as as we as we celebrate the Mass, uh, we recognise that in our own life. Uh, there is a life given to us. Uh, we have our earthly life. We breathe. We we talk. We eat. We sleep. Uh, all of these things. But there's something new that's entered into our life with the life of faith. Uh, uh, something that gives it another dimension. Something that's really recognises its source uh, of what everything that we're about and everything that we do. So we affirm that in our own life the life that God has given us, uh, the life that God will give us, the life that, that we're living here now uh, has become deeper and even more meaningful uh, by the faith that's been placed in our hearts. Blessed are you, Lord God of all creation, through your goodness we have this bread to offer, which earth has given and human hands have made, it will become for us the bread of life. Blessed are you, Lord God of all creation, through your goodness we have this wine to offer, fruit of the vine and work of human hands. It will become our spiritual drink. Pray, dear brothers and sisters, that my sacrifice and yours may be acceptable to God, the Almighty Father. Trusting in your compassion, O Lord, we come eagerly with our offering to your sacred altar, that through the purifying action of your grace, we may be cleansed by the very mysteries we serve, through Christ our Lord. The Lord be with you. Lift up your hearts. 
Let us give thanks to the Lord our God. It's truly right and just, our duty and our salvation, always and everywhere to give you thanks, Lord, Holy Father, Almighty and Eternal God. For in goodness you created men and women, and when they were justly condemned, in mercy you redeemed them through Christ our Lord. The angels praise you. Dominions adore and powers tremble before you. Heaven and the virtues of heaven and the blessed seraphim worship together with exultation. May our voices, we pray, join with theirs in humble praise as we acclaim. Holy, holy, holy Lord God of hosts, heaven and earth are full of your glory. Hosanna in the highest. Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. Hosanna in the highest. You are indeed holy, O Lord, the fount of all holiness. Make holy, therefore, these gifts, we pray, by sending down your Spirit upon them with dewfall, so that they may become for us the body and blood of our Lord Jesus Christ. At the time he was betrayed, and entered willingly into his passion, he took bread, and giving thanks, broke it, and gave it to his disciples, saying, Take this, all of you, and eat of it. For this is my body, which will be given up for you. In a similar way, when supper was ended, he took the chalice, and once more, giving thanks, he gave it to his disciples, saying, Take this, all of you, and drink from it, for this is the chalice of my blood, the blood of the new and eternal covenant, which will be poured out for you and for many, for the forgiveness of sins. Do this in memory of me. The Mystery of Faith When we eat this bread and drink this cup, we proclaim your death, O Lord, until you come again. Therefore, as we celebrate the memorial of his death and resurrection, we offer you, Lord, the bread of life and the chalice of salvation, giving thanks that you have held us worthy to be in your presence and minister to you. Humbly we pray that, sharing in the body and blood of Christ, we may be gathered into one by the Holy Spirit. Remember, Lord, your church spread throughout the world. Bring her to the fullness of charity, together with Francis our Pope, Joseph our Bishop, and all the clergy. Remember also our brothers and sisters who have fallen asleep in the hope of the resurrection and all who have died in your mercy. Welcome them into the light of your face. Have mercy on us all, we pray, that with the Blessed Virgin Mary, Mother of God, Joseph her spouse, the blessed apostles, and all the saints who have pleased you throughout the ages, we may merit to be coerced to eternal life and may praise and glorify you through your Son, Jesus Christ. Through him and with him and in him, O God Almighty Father, in the unity of the Holy Spirit, all glory and honour is yours for ever and ever. We pray with confidence to God our Father in the prayer that Jesus has taught us. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come. Thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses 
as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Deliver us, Lord, we pray, from every evil. Graciously grant peace in our days, that by the help of your mercy we may always be free from sin and safe from all distress as we await the blessed hope and the coming of our Saviour, Jesus Christ. Lord Jesus Christ, who said to your apostles, Peace I leave you, my peace I give you. Look not in our sins, but in the faith of your church, and graciously grant her peace and unity in accordance with your will, who live and reign for ever and ever. Peace of the Lord be with you always. Lamb of God, you take away the sins of the world, have mercy on us. Lamb of God, you take away the sins of the world, have mercy on us. Lamb of God, you take away the sins of the world, grant us peace. Behold the Lamb of God, behold him who takes away the sins of the world. Blessed are those called to the supper of the Lamb. Lord, I am not worthy that you should enter under my roof, but only say the word and my soul shall be healed. Let us pray. Governed by your Spirit, we pray, O Lord, those you feed with the body and blood of your Son, that professing you not just in word or in speech, but also in works and in truth, you may merit to enter the kingdom of heaven. We ask this through Christ our Lord. And we continue to ask Mary's special protection for us and for all people. Hail Mary. Full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us and us now, and at the hour of our death. Amen. The Lord be with you. May Almighty God bless you, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit.
go forth, the mass has ended.